Welcome in. This is the GOAT Podcast. We have a little bit more of a serious episode today. We have a nice guest, a nice family friend, a nice family friend for everyone here. New family friend. New family friend. New family yeah, new friend. family friend. Family I'm friend Walker Kirk. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves first. I'm sorry. Walker Kirk. I'm Josh Robinson. And this is Nick Borden. We have a family friend, Ezra Funderberg. Formerly, yeah, yes. Formerly of Franklin, Tennessee. Currently of wait, Tahoe. Wait, wait, Tahoe. Wait, wait, Tahoe. Tahoe. Yeah. Okay, Tahoe. I did not know that. Well, actually, I didn't know that. Okay. Anyways, so we're here to talk about the Travis Scott Astro World Astro Festival concert that happened this past weekend. Uh, um, like I said, this is gonna be a little bit more of a serious podcast. So I'll go ahead and say this now. Ezra is going to be talking about some things that happen, and there are probably going to be some experiences that if you're a little squeamish or if kind of serious, kind of, yeah. It's going to be a, yeah. it's going to be a really heavy podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know usually we're really lighthearted yeah. and we kind of, we joke around and not to say that, you know, we won't crack a couple jokes, but this is, yeah. it's probably going to be pretty heavy. Uh, so if that's not your cup of tea, yeah. we, we totally get it. We would encourage you to stick around just so you're aware of, you know, what really went down from somebody that was experienced it firsthand. But if not, you know, we'll have another episode drop on Thursday on the regular schedule. It'll probably be a little bit more normal pace. But this was a situation where we had, you know, a firsthand, uh, like Walker said, a, a family guy that we know, um, you know, was there. So we, we got to take advantage of, uh, of this and be put on our big J journalism hats yeah. and, uh, and and get the deets, man. So Absolutely. Yeah. Ezra, we just want to say once again, just thank you from GOAT, just from us, just for being willing to come on and tell your story, your side of things. Absolutely. To an audience and just, you know, choosing us to be able to uh, deliver that message. So, man, just thank you so much for that. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely, man. So we're basically just right now, we're going to give you the floor, just um, give your, share your experience, Kenna, what you saw and just whatever you want to say, man, the floor is yours. Just from the jump, I knew it was going to be bad yeah. because of how many people were breaking in. Yeah. Just like we're all, me and my group, we're walking in. We're looking for like a gate, just like where the entrance is because it's huge. It's like half of Houston. And we're like following this group of like probably 100 kids thinking like they're going to Astral World too. But then I look down, none of them have wristbands. And the kid in the front had wire cutters. And so, and then, then they just like run through gates and then cops are like talking to us. We're like, dude, we have wristbands around part of it. It's yeah. just, just from like the first hour I knew it was going to be. Yeah. Nice. I was going to, yeah, I'm glad you went about it that way. I was going to ask you if you could just go through the day or even go through the weekend of you getting there and all that other stuff and what you saw and the energy that was in Houston. And also whenever uh he says nrg he means like the fairgrounds basically in houston it's like a huge 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 amount of fairgrounds yeah the, uh, the texans play yeah yeah well. yep uh you know like the energy was off the charts Co- it's been canceled for a year because of covid like yep. everything yep. just every single kid in houston just worships travis every single one. i saw it firsthand every business has something themed around it it's like he's the hometown hero and he's coming back, and it was a good lineup. I felt like I thought it was a good lineup. It was a re- it was a really good lineup. Yeah, it was a really good lineup. Sucks only saw half of it, and uh, it was just crazy energy. And you can feel it just through the whole city. Like it was like electric. It was cool. It was really cool at first. And I don't know. We just all got there. I think it's ridiculous that we had to like go through 
so first is the health check, which the line is just like an hour and you're supposed to show them like your vaccine card. So I go like, I pull out my phone to show them a photo of my vaccine card. And before I even turned on my phone, the guy hands me my wristband. Oh, really? We're like the health check. Not a single one of those guys was like showing, checking anything at all. So like if you just made an attempt to be like, here is anything, they're like, yeah, you good. I actually, I had, you guys know what Clear App is? That yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked him, I said, can I show you my Clear App? And he, and he laughs and goes, you can show me anything. And just gives me the pain. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> How old was this guy? Spitball. This was like a 25-year-old guy who looked like he's born and raised in Texas. Like just, their staff was like, not great. But, so that was like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. Like at least make me show you something. I don't yeah. know. But then... Um, so then I do a health check and then the wristbands and it's like half of people's wristbands in this line weren't working. And it's because they bought them resell and people figured out that if you buy a wristband, it gets shipped in the mail, but then you ask for a refund, you keep the wristband, Mm. but they deactivate the chip inside of it. Mm -hmm. So I think there was a couple thousand for people who did that. Because literally half of the people in the lines things just weren't working because they bought a cheap resold one that didn't work. So off like early in the morning, you already have thousands of people who didn't get in, who paid someone $500 and didn't get in. So just right there, you have thousands of mad people who aren't in, who definitely broke in later. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Then we got in there. Crazy setup. I mean, just it's like 10 football fields of just stuff. Yes. Uh, around probably like when we first got there, like 130 ish, uh, merch tent was stormed for no reason. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> we went in there stealing merch. It was like 100 kids just got together yeah. and figured out they can just take what they want. I was going to say, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I saw a few yeah. things on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. So that was interesting to see. Um, yeah. What do you guys want to know? Like when it started getting crazy? Yeah. At what point did you realize where, you know, so many people are just compact into the stadium where, I mean, we're reading stories where, you know, people, like, they cannot physically move and, you know, where the oxygen they feel like just get taken out of their lungs. Like, at what point, at what time of the day were you like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of stuck here and, and I can't move? The first was probably like five o'clock. Travis came on at 830 and it was Roddy, Roddy Rich was performing and I was separated from my friends but there was but I was like around other people in the crowd obviously and the girl that I was next to I'd been talking to a little bit and she was from LA and she she was away from her friends too and when like his third song I have a video of it like the whole like half of the crowd just falls and she got crushed by like two people and then, but she saw her friend over on the other side get crushed as well. And her friend w- went right to the ER tent. So she drags me over to the ER tent. We went to go check on her. And her friend is hitting an inhaler, but then she had a stizzy. Do you guys know what a stizzy is? No, I'm not. I'm not it's aware. like, uh, they're popular. It's like a jewel pod but it has THC. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. I know what that is. I didn't know that, that was the name for it though. Okay. And she's on this ER table after being crushed, hitting an inhaler and then switching to the stizzy. It was like just back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was just like the craziest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That was maybe that was, I don't know. That cracked me up. But then, <laughs> um, 
she was fine. Everything was fine. But then my texted me, they're like, we need to go over Travis. We need to go over Travis. So I went and bought like a $30 chicken sandwich. And then <laughs> we waited for Travis. Yeah. We missed SZA, Lil Baby, and Metro Boomin came out again. Yeah. I missed those three. You can see them like on the stage. Yeah. To secure like a front row spot for Travis. And the funny thing is, is like everybody had that idea. Yeah. Like it was it was packed at 5.30 and it came out at 8.30 yeah. and this is, had been an empty stage all day, which was crazy to me. And that just goes to show like, I think music festivals, a lot of times people are there for different reasons. Like oh, you yeah. have people that are, you have the Instagram influencers who are there. You have people who are there for one artist. You have people who are there hanging out with their friends, people that are just for a good time. Every single person at this music festival was here for Travis Scott Jeez. at yeah. that time. Every single body. Yeah. Nobody really cared about anything else except for that performance that night. Everybody. Yeah. Which I think makes it different than a lot of other things, other music festivals. But yeah, it was just so we sat there from like five thirty to eight. And, and are, I was gonna say before you before you get into this part, can you talk about how as the, as like deep. yeah, as it as time went on, how many more people started to show up and then the sea of people that you saw basically around. I mean, when I met them at 530, it was pretty packed. Yeah. It was like first couple hundred rows started being filled out of bodies. And so then we're just waiting, standing in this exact same spot for two and a half hours. People are like peeing in water bottles and throwing them across the crowd. Yes. Yeah, I read about that. Yeah. It's just it's, people there were just crazy. Um, a fight would break out every five seconds over nothing. It was, it was kind of entertaining. But... <laughs> Then when that timer clicked, when that 30 minute timer yeah. went down, yeah, yeah. that's when like people from other stages came. I think I heard that like, that was when another big break in happens, like all at that time. So like, and we're up, we're up front, we're stuck up front. So as soon as that timer, everyone stands up, yells, freaking out. And then I slowly like just crushed. Yeah. So, but like, it's fine. Like it was breathable. Like it was a music yeah. festival. It was like you were more or less expecting it, but not. Yeah. What came it was out. pretty bad though. It was just like, but then you turn around behind you and you cannot see the end of people. It's yeah. like just a sea of people. Yeah. Just scary. And then, um, yeah, when when he came out, it just got nuts. Obviously. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to talk about? So the second he first came out and he starts screaming, "Let's go!" Do you want to talk about like how? instantly how much of a difference it was from then even like a minute before i mean just the second like his face is shown everyone wants to be closer so yes. they can be 10 inches closer for their blurry video they're taking yeah and so i instantly felt just like you know it's hard to breathe like you're just compressed um i had my phone out and I could not get it back in my pocket. That's why I have all these just random videos from it. But like, I literally could not bring my arm down into my pocket. Without hitting someone, yeah. Or without somebody being under Even, even I would have to elbow them in the jaw. Like it yeah. suck. But at this point, went with four people. And the second he comes out, we all immediately get split up just because people are just rushing. Mm -hmm. And we'd stood together for like two and a half hours and I immediately lose them, Yeah, which was kind of scary. I can see them in eye shot. But it's like dark. It's getting crazy. Yeah. So that that was scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Honestly, well, reading. So what I from what I read on Reddit, 
um, people talking about this situation. So when in different areas, you were kind of in the where were you sitting at in the crowd? Where were you standing at in the crowd? We were front fifty, front hundred rows for sure. Okay. I don't really know. It was just bodies of people. Yeah, but left staring at the stage right side. Yeah. So I was reading about I was reading an experience from from someone that was to the far left, pretty much next yeah. to the guardrails. Left, left side had some bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So to the far left, I was reading about how when they when that started when he first came out, everything just everybody just fell. Everybody just fell on top of each other, on top of each other, on top of each other, and that's when the screams started to happen for help. That's when things started to go downhill really quickly. Um, those those videos you find on Reddit are horrific. Of the stuff happening, absolutely like horrifying. Like like it just horrifying. looks like like what do you do? Yes. Awful. And people are talking about how you just don't have control. Like you said, um, you couldn't get your, you couldn't even put your phone back in your pocket. It, you couldn't do it because yeah. there's so many people around you and beneath you and essentially on top of you and you can't yeah. even breathe. Um, and it was hot. It was a hot, it was hot and humid, right? It was hot and humid in Houston on Saturday night, right? It's been hot, yeah. I was yeah. Sweating. So it's not like, for the people listening to this, it's not like it was a, chilly day all day or whatever they've been standing there for hours and hours and hours without water and for some people without food for some people and they were jumping around and then like he said earlier hundreds of thousands of people broke in um you there's a video that ezra posted um of people like running in and you're basically just sitting there like what the heck am i supposed to do but yeah. it's just kids just running, like sprinting towards the festival. Yeah. Um, That's crazy, man. At yeah. what at what point did you know from where you were at yeah. during the Travis set that oh no, something terrible is happening? As you know, screams are being poured out. It's, it's all you know, people are falling. At what point in the set for you did you realize that something really bad was happening? That's a good question. Um, when it's just funny to me, like. I would see like some really horrific stuff, but then Travis and Drake would like get out there and perform sick about, and you just forget everything. <laughs> you forget everything you just saw. Cause you're just so entranced. Like it was the crazy set it was the craziest thing ever. It was when like I met up with my friends and we're walking back and we were seeing them doing CPR on bodies oh, is wow. when we were like, that was when my mood completely shifted. I was like, oh my God, like people died tonight. Jeez. That was when I knew, like for sure. I knew it was messy and I knew people were going to be injured. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I haven't, I've been to music festivals and concerts before, but I've never been to anything like this big. Right. So I just kind of figured like that's what happens, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, clearly not. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the main thing with Travis Scott festivals, at least is that. Ezra, you know this. It's like when you go to a festival, you know people around you might be passing out because that's just how it is. Like it just gets that well, crazy. Yeah. And, you know, but majority of that time, that's drug abuse. Yes. That's people who are rolling too hard. But yeah. this was like watching people get trampled. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's another thing to keep in mind that majority of these people in this crowd were not so like they were not at their mentally sharpest, you know, not like at their survival point. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. How long did the uh, how long was the actual set like? Did he? I know we've seen videos of, you know, ambulances trying to get in, you know, as and trying to get through the crowd as he's still kind of on stage. At what point? How long was his actual set? 
And did he cut the set earlier or did he run through the full set and then everyone kind of started leaving? Like you said, you were leaving with your friends. So 8.15, he threw up that timer, which is 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 8.45, he walked out. And then I, his set was supposed to end at 10.30 and he left on the dot at 10.30. Oh, so oh, he wow. went through the whole thing. Yep. But it did, feel, it did feel like an abrupt right. leave. I don't know. Did you watch the video of him leaving, Walker? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It seems a little he's, like, okay, he's, he's sprinting. Yeah, he sprinted. It seems off. like somebody was back there being like, you got to get off right yeah. now. Also, a lot of videos of people going up in his ear. Yeah, yeah, I heard and there. Yeah, I heard there were a lot. And shoot them off the stage. He did that like five times. And I think a lot yes. of that. Yeah, and you know, and Ezra, I'm sure you saw. I'm sure y'all saw the video of that girl talking to the cameraman. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, Ezra, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, the, I think it was a lot to do with it. A lot to do with it was probably the Apple Music live stream. So did any were you yeah. guys watching that? Did that I d- shut off? No, I I decided not to watch it because I was reading about what was happening on Twitter and I was just like I can't, I can't do it. Can't yeah. co-sign with this. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, but go ahead. No, I heard. So I saw people get up, climb, like literally climb, because there's not a lot of like climb it and just get up there and just start screaming at them. Wow. And the reason uh, Kylie, Kendall, Stormy, and Roddy left early was because people were going up to their tents and just like screaming at them. Jeez. Like there was like two security guards in front of them, but they had a hundred people yelling at them, stop the show. They mm-hmm. only had two people for their security. I mean, that's two of the most famous people in the entire world. And, and then like, you got a bunch of people there that probably care about. They were ours people. They had, they had big guns. Okay. Well, yes. That's a different conversation. Uh, different day. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, uh, so you're talking about the CPR and stuff like that. Do you kind of want to go in depth with that? Is that okay? You guys want to talk about the bodies? Yeah, sure. So bro, I mean, yeah, whatever sure, you're go. comfortable with, yeah. just, you know, like, can you just, you know, yeah, yeah. convey to it, the uh, listeners yeah. what you actually just saw? Paint the picture yeah, I, of what you were going through. Did I send you that, that girl's Instagram? The one who died? No, you did not. You didn't send it well, to I me. Lied. But, yeah, I was going to say, you didn't send it to me, oh. but I, you told me about the but you told me yeah. about the story. So this girl, she she was not that far away from me. Realistically, she's like 10 feet away, probably. But it seems like way farther because right. there's like people between us. But I guess this girl's friend had gone down for a little bit, got stomped on. But then she got her back up, but she was like passed out. So they hoisted her up and then everyone was bringing her back like a crowd surf backwards to get her to the tents. But then I guess when uh, they got to the tents, the staff like goes to check her pulse and like her neck was broke. Oh, and, like she gosh. was dead that whole time. Like they crowd surfed a dead body that whole time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Her like neck and spinal cord were like destroyed. Did you, uh, did you see them crowd surfing her back or were you just too kind of enclosed to where you couldn't even see it? Yeah. Oh, and man. then did you see that video? Of the security guard dropping that dead girl on her head. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. I didn't. I didn't see that, but like I know where that was at. Yeah. Yeah. At any that point, also- man, did you while you were standing there, were, were people like, right next to you, you know, either falling down or getting stomped on, or were you able to you know witness any of that as the show was going on? Or. So it was the third song in, where I was still extremely up close. Third or second, he was doing highest in the room, and. It was where I realized that, like, if I lost my footing, if I fell, like, I was, like, that was it. You know, like, wow. that was when I was, like, 
I knew like if I fell, I was going to be gone. And that like scared me. So I made eye contact with someone I was with and we were both up close. We didn't say any words. We just looked at each other and then immediately just swimming backwards. Yeah. I'm like grabbing people. And just. Yeah, I was going to say, can you explain how hard that was to actually move back and how many daggum people were behind you? Well, that's the thing. If you're not actively for the thing throughout most of the festival was if you were not actively pushing forward, you were going to be moved back without like even knowing. Mm -hmm. But at this, like I was, my feet weren't touching the ground, if that makes sense. Cause of how compressed everybody was like, you're just there. So I like had to like pull myself down to the ground and just, you had, it basically felt like you had no control over your own body. Right. Broke. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody did. Yeah. That's jeez. It, it felt like you were drowning in people. Like yes. literally drowning. Felt weird. Yeah. I don't know. Ezra, how tall are you? <sighs> some say six foot, some say six one. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so for, so Ezra's six foot and he's explaining how he felt during that whole situation. Imagine the girls and kids that were at that concert that are below like five foot seven, five Jeez, foot six, man. five foot five, five foot four. Imagine how they felt in the in that huge crowd of people. Um, and that's that's yeah. another thing, like, you know, I know my strengths and what I can and can't do. And you just have to be aware of where you're at and who you're around and what you're at. You know, like if you're five five little high school girl it doesn't make sense for you to try to be front row at a travis concert ever and i don't know it felt scary for me to have to leave because as i was leaving i was like dude there's definitely people in here who are not sober or tinier than me that are just not going to be okay i was going to say and if you guys don't know ezra ezra is not the type of person to be like scared over anything like he's pretty much a daredevil for sure right am i i, I, would, I would i would think so I, I would say you are you're a lot more daring than i am at least um yeah but it's thank once again like thank you for talking about this because i know it's probably not easy at all um it sucks but yeah so going so going back as you saw the ambulances and people doing cpr and stuff like that do you want to talk about that um it was my friend i, I need to make up like code names for him just sounds weird. <laughs> um yeah he he actually stopped the crowd we're walking and it was on like, it was under a camera booth. The event staff was just going like, what they, he did it for like 10 minutes. It was like 10 minutes of just this. So your friend was helping doing CPR? No, he didn't help, but oh, he okay. like, people were like crowding around it and he was like, move, move, oh, move. Okay, okay. And this was after the festival and just like seeing, and also like all the photos of all the people who died have like shown up on my feed. And like, I recognized when I saw his photo, I was like, oh yeah, that was the guy. Jeez. Mm -hmm. which was weird. that was weird like i saw his face yeah that sucks uh you want to talk about the medical cards that were yeah coming out? yeah please yeah please yeah. yeah so that was crazy um in my videos you saw they were pretty close to me some of them were but the stories that i've been reading and it makes sense because i heard like screaming when it happened the girl okay all the staff for medical looked like college kids it looked like kids who did like went not. to texas a&m you uh exactly. yeah like, houston university all that stuff so it's, it sounds like this was a giant gathering of children like supervised by slightly older children basically pretty much that is that's terrifying and like like you said and we'll let you go back but like someone like you you've probably been in situations where it's like all right 
I know how to handle myself in a ginormous crowd like that. But you know, you got that five five, you know, high school girl who doesn't have the wherewithal to know she is in the worst place possible for her. So yeah. I just I can't like that's the only vibe I'm getting is that it's just all people that just are in way over their head and just have created an incredibly dangerous situation for themselves, which is evidently what ended up happening. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Continue with the, uh, yeah. Uh, so the, like she, she got out and then there was like a guy that, that had been down for like a while that I, the guy actually ended up surviving. He had just passed out, but she looks at the crowd and yells, she's like, how do I, how do you do CPR? <laughs> she asked the crowd how to do CPR. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she, forgot or was just like scared in the moment Mm -hmm. but she was like asking for help for fellow people yeah and that was when like everyone immediately took her as a joke and then hopped on her golf cart thing that's another thing that video yeah the golf carts were like it took them 30 minutes to get into the crowd and then they would yell at you move 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 but like you you can't can't, yeah you can't just move a foot back for this cart like they're having to physically push people it was crazy And then the people jumping on top of the cart and jumping on it and dancing on it. I I think it was he was doing skeletons by himself. Mm-hmm. And I remember just seeing people hopping on top of the medical cars. And I'm really focused on the show. I mean, it's breathtaking. But in the back of my mind, I was like, that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, it just, yeah. yeah. I'm still, my mind is still blown that like, Medical carts having to come out during the show, and then re- the a concert is still being had. Yeah, that's where but I'm just like, like, that's just photos of like three of them out at once. Yeah, yeah. I was about gone. to say, it's like it's not one; it's like Flashing multiple. Lights. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, and even though those kids did not know anything at all, you still like you gotta respect them. Like that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. They did that and made it in there and tried to help people. Yeah, even though they were not clearly equipped yeah. at all. So being in a situation like this and you had kind of before we got rolling, you kind of talking about this a little bit. Were there any obviously, I mean, there I'm sure there were so many moments and so many images that are probably just going to be burned into your brain for a huge chunk of your life. Were there any like moments where maybe here for heroes, lack of a better word for people that that were able to kind of like rise up in, in this situation and kind of make a difference for for what was going on do you do you have any of any of those stories i mean i thought it was cool the next day after people had died a bunch of people got together on the subreddit that i was on and did like a memorial for those people yeah and another cool thing was a bunch of people threw their merch on the memorial which i don't know if you guys saw but like a t-shirt from that festival is 500 yes yes it's going to be the most expensive concert merch ever yeah people were throwing their stuff on their graves, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, people put. I, yeah, I was, um, I was seeing that people put flowers, put their Travis Scott Air Jordan ones, Air Forces, yeah. hats, sweatpants, so cool. shirts, all the like. It, Travis Scott oh. fans are. They're and the very, fact that just yeah. sat there and no one took that. Yeah, they're very intense fans and they love Travis Scott, but also it's like it's a it's a very big community and a very tight knit community yeah. for sure. So that was cool. Um, as far as heroes, I mean, cameraman didn't do anything. None of the staff did anything at all. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you heard half half of the security quit. 
Yes. Did you guys hear about that? Yes, I did. Yes. Literally left their vest on the ground and just left as soon as Travis as soon as Travis brought out Drake and it got just so insane, they just left. Oh man. <laughs> Which I I don't even blame them. Honestly, they shouldn't have to risk their lives for a concert. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of from moving on from the night of once Travis put out an apology. Like it didn't, I mean, the words, I'm sorry, never really came out of his mouth. So just hearing what he had to say when he posted on Instagram, Ezra, what, what was your reaction to it when you first heard it? Well, it was 23 hours later on the dot, which, so you just know his PR team was like, you need to do something yeah. a day before, you know? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty awful. He's just like in his bathroom. Yeah. He looks faded. Yeah. He's just rubbing his braids. Yeah. And you're right. He doesn't say the words, I'm sorry, which blows my mind. I don't know. So can, and, can it really be considered an apology if he doesn't say anything like, I'm sorry, like this shouldn't have happened? I, if he just addresses, if he just states facts of things that happened? No, I think he just addressed what happened. Yeah. I don't really think. Jeez. I don't think he understands the gravity of it. Like yeah. he, he, he killed eight people. That's hard to process. Yeah. It's, it, it would be incredibly difficult to grasp, especially mm. given the fact that he didn't, you know, he didn't take his hand and, like, kill eight people. But he created an environment. Yes. Where now, I want to hear, I want to hear your guys' takes. Do you, do you think he, I think we can all agree he's at fault, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. At fault. How much of it is his fault in your guys' opinions? Do you guys want to go first? I think, I mean, the the problem is, is just, you know, when you're putting on an event of that magnitude, especially when it is in your city, you have to take, and we're still, you know, just getting out of a global pandemic, you have to take all the precautions necessary to keep everybody safe and make sure everybody has a good time. And I think from what you're saying, from your personal accounts, there is a lot of, you know, you didn't dot all your I's and cross all your T's. There's a lot of things that, you know, they're just kind of like, eh, you know, it'll be all right to where kids are able to, you know, hop the fences and kind of get through. And like you said, you know, they were able to get a refund for their uh, wristband and, and all that stuff, but not send the wristband back. There's just a lot of things that weren't uh, checked and where the staff were not properly vetting the people that were coming in and security was not the way it should be. So obviously there's, you know, there's an event staff and event team that plans these type of events, um, but it is the job at the end of the day of the person who's putting on this event, who is hiring these people to put it on for them. You have to make, you have a responsibility to your fans and to the audience and most importantly to your city, because that's where it took place. In. And if you are the hometown here, you have a responsibility to your city to put on the best show and the best environment for everyone to have an amazing time. And it seems like there's a lot of details that, he they didn't really care about and they didn't think about and that ended up costing people's their lives which is very sad and very unfortunate i feel like a lot of it could have uh they could have done a better job and it could have been avoided so yeah and my thing is so i mean it's the year 2021 music festivals are not new yeah. ginormous music festivals like this are not new things yeah. we know how to do them correctly we i don't know if y'all have watched the there's a documentary on the woodstock 99 mm -hmm. on hbo yeah. Yeah. and it's you're saying so many things that were similar to that like at the gate there was almost no vetting people were breaking in constantly uh event staff basically just realizing that they were at a loss they just quit so 
it's one of those situations where it's like we know what to do and how to run an event properly, and we know exactly what what not to do. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, I have a hard time believing that you know the months leading up to this, Travis was in his in his kitchen calling vendors. So he definitely he has a company and everything that that is responsible for planning this and responsible for all of this. Um, so if it if it was just because of that, you know, I I would I would have a hard time you know obviously he's the face of it and he gets some of the blame but it's it's when it's during his set and it's when you know he has the people coming up to him during his set on the stage being like you need to stop yeah and it's multiple people i think at that point in time the the weight of blame gets poured more and more on him directly right i i agree with that just because i mean like i mentioned earlier if you have three you know medical carts coming out and you can see that, and you could see videos of him saying, "Hey, can someone get attention to them?" Like that's that's your responsibility. If you see that, and then you continue performing, that's where I think the blame, you know, more and more starts actually going on the artist instead of just the team. Yeah, uh, my take on it is Travis definitely deserves some blame, obviously, um, but I think it's a little bit. It's not all on him, just like some people are making it seem on Twitter. Um, I think. He deserves some blame. I think his management team definitely deserves some blame. I definitely think the security deserves some blame. I think NRG deserves some blame as well. Um, even though all these people did, well, not as much as they could, but some of these people did as much as they could. They were good people in that crowd and, and those staffs. It should have been handled way better. Um, it's not, like I said, it's not Travis's fault. It's not Travis's fault, like, solely, but his management team, like, they deserve to me, they probably deserve like the biggest part of the blame and the people that organize this whole Dagon Festival. You guys you guys have blood on your hands, for sure. Yeah, I think it's on them. I don't think it's on Travis himself. Obviously, if he wanted to wanted to stop the concert, he probably could have. But oh, he definitely could. I mean, yeah, he could have. He could have just stopped performing. Yeah, he could have stopped performing. But I think his management team was probably also like, We gotta get this money, we gotta get this money. If Ezra knows Ezra, I don't know if you know this, but um, and if you're listening to this, I don't know if you know this, but Cactus Jack has a long history of cutting corners to make more money. Jeez. A, I've, a, I've bought all of their merch, and it's always awful. Yes. I still do it every time, and it's always it, taking it is, six months to get here, and yeah. the puff from the bed, and yeah. Yeah, the quality on the T-shirts is kind of rough. The quality on the sweatpants is rough. Festivals like this, not the best festivals to go to. Concerts, not the best concerts to go to in terms of things around it. Um, and like I said, Cactus Jack management, they have a very long history of cutting corners. Um, and hopefully this comes back and gets them. Uh, but like, I think it's like 33, 33, 33, or I don't even know what the blame here, but like, it's pretty equal to me. I don't think it's all on one thing. And also Houston, the city of Houston, I really, really, really hope the next time you guys have a festival like this, you guys bring your own team in. And you make sure nothing like this ever happens again. And you put your own security measures in and stuff like this. I know Energy owns the whole fairgrounds. I don't care. You guys need to step in and make sure that kids, kids, kids are safe. Yeah. Right. Like I, a 10 year old should not be losing their freaking life. In oh, a no. Concert. There's Absolutely no way. Absolutely not. No, I have, I have a. It's going to be, I would imagine, if you are trying to have any sort of a a music festival or any sort of a festival event in the city of Houston for the foreseeable future is going to be 
incredibly strict and incredibly difficult right. yeah. to do so. Ezra, if you don't mind me asking, how much was your, your entry into the Astro World concert? I bought it like six months ago. Okay. I was like, I bought it when it came out. Gotcha. Um, I don't remember. It was like three fifty. Okay. It was like three hundred and fifty, but after taxes, it was like over yeah. four hundred. Right. Okay. Plus the travel and all the. And you got, and like you said, you got that early, you know, first come. Yeah. So obviously, it had to be more and more as you know it got closer to showtime. Right. Mm-hmm. And how? What was the? Uh, I, if everything was to go to plan. How? What was the the layout of the the weekend? Was it uh, three day? Was it two days? It was just Friday Saturday. Just Friday Saturday, and then leaving Sunday night. Okay. So but, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, especially for some, you know, a, a guy that people love this much. I don't. I don't think that, especially with, you know, not having it last year. I don't. I don't think that's an exorbitant amount of. Money. I mean, for the amount of artists that came out. I mean, even bringing out Drake and artists of that magnitude. I think that's you know. That's a good amount. I just think, Ezra, does this make you, you know, kind of question or make you want to even think about, you know, first off, your fandom for Travis Scott, and then secondly, would you ever even consider attending another Astro World event like this? See, I thought I was a Travis Scott fan, but I'm not. Like after Houston, like those guys are like diehard, quite literally some of them. But it was like, I don't know. I do you want me to talk about like how I feel about him? Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think you need to like keep in mind like how big he is. Like he's doing partnerships with PlayStation 5, McDonald's. Nobody who's like I I think I've missed especially he's Michael Jackson's status. He's gotta be. But nobody gets to that spot being a good person. You don't. No, oh, yeah, nobody no, absolutely I, not. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cat, of course catches Jack cuts corners and produces crap like they're just they're the worst all around you're you're a bad person in that spot he he does not care about his fans but he doesn't you can say he does but you know he doesn't but he makes good music he makes bangers man and he performs really good actually i was yeah i was explaining this to someone i think he's the best rap artist performer ever performer and and i don't think it's even close I don't think it's close. Like yeah, I don't think it's close. But anyways, continue. But I think... I don't think it's his fault as much as people make it out to be. I think, obviously, he cut corners. But you have to keep in mind, he's on Astroworld three years before this. And it was yeah. fine. Yeah. So who knows if he just went back to the same venue that he did last time. Or, you know what I mean? Like, And the actual setup of Astroworld itself was crazy crazy the ride it had like a whole it had a fair like on the side yeah and the arcade games the prizes definitely a lot of work went into it but they cut corners on the important parts um i think he's at fault for what he did in the beginning and not prepping right Mm -hmm. but i think the second he stepped on that stage honestly the second that timer started i don't think there i think people were going to die I don't think there's almost anything he could have done. Yeah. Say he cancels the show right there, yeah. stampede people die. Yeah. Say he leaves mid Travis yeah. or mid mid concert. Yeah. Stampede or people get upset or vice versa or like it was just I blame the city of Houston. Like yeah. just the amount of people that snuck in, the yeah. amount of people who were just did not care. Yeah. Just yeah. totally no regard for anybody else but themselves and their video. Yeah. They're gonna get a Travis Scott like. I think I think it was a people problem for sure. Yeah, and also it's 
I feel like, like you said, it's the city of Houston, and it is, um, it's the city of Houston. It's the management team. It's all these things, and it all just, it was like the perfect storm, man. Like you said, there's nothing he could have done. And the second that Apple Music live stream started, and the second his management team was like, okay, we gotta get this money for this concert. The second. It, like you said, he could have stopped it, and there would have been a riot. There would have been a riot in downtown Houston, and the bad situation. Yes, like, and that's and yeah. yes, people did come up to him. We don't know what they said. They could have yeah. said anything. Yeah, I imagine it was about. The oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I mean, everyone is assuming that guess. people came up and, and told him what was going on, but yeah. you, you, don't, stop, you don't know. He did stop three times. He did. Yeah, people that were passed out, and then he would sing. He'd be like, hey, check on that guy, and then keep singing, which I thought was kind of weird. Did you see that video? Yes, 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 yes. Like singing in auto-tune and humming while, like, I guess they're checking on this guy. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. Like, you can can you not shut up for, like, 30 seconds? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But he never – that's just – that's his thing, though. Like, he never calmed the crowd down. He, he never, didn't. He was yeah. just turn up, turn up, turn up, and turn that, up. And that – It was like build up, and then he brings out Drake, and then I swear – people just instantly died the second drake walked out like just went that's how i feel about i'm sorry go i was gonna say well go go ahead okay i was gonna say like i I told you i moved back some yeah back to like yeah and then when drake got brought out i felt like i was in the front again yeah like it was just people collapsed on each other even more i was gonna say travis has a long history of concerts where he doesn't when people start moshing he encourages like for it to get worse and worse and worse and like violence to escalate, escalate, escalate. He got arrested. He's gotten arrested for it. I think multiple times. I think I know he got arrested in Arkansas. I don't remember the other time, but he has gotten, there's a long history of him at these concerts telling these kids to basically get more wild, get more wild. No, don't chill out. Keep on going. Keep on going. And well, yeah, here's why I think he's most to blame. I think that this is going to bite him in the butt the most this May 5th Instagram post. Mm-hmm. It was right after I had bought my ticket. The caption says, craziness, but F that. I'm putting a plan together now to get more of the wild ones in. Even if I have to sneak them in, that's yeah. on me. Oh. Yeah. Seeing some yeah. people who might want to make it but are having a hard time and might not have the means to. Don't worry, I'm on it. Yeah. So he's, he's encouraging the wild ones, aka the murderers, to sneak in. Like sneak in. That's yeah. gonna read well in a in a court and now, reading. Yeah, he posted something on Twitter that same day, and he and said, "Yeah, yep. he said, yep, I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna sneak, we're gonna get the sneaky ones in there too." And then he deleted so, the tweet the day after the concert. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 <laughs> yes. So, like, just encouraging that type of behavior, yeah, and not like having any control in regard for human life at all. I think he's gotten away with it for years. He it's has. Party, he has. Yeah, fun, put on crazy good shows. I think it was just like this perfect storm came together. There's nothing anybody could do. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It's because, I mean, I hadn't really ever, I hadn't, I hadn't ever before this event, I had never heard of a, like, obviously I was aware of who uh, Travis Scott was, but I'd never heard of um, a bad thing that happened at one of his concerts or anything. And I found out about this, like I wasn't on Twitter or anything. And I found out about this from my dad. If you've ever met, my dad, we call him executive producer on. Shout, uh, shout out to him. Uh, he he mentioned he was like, "Do you know anything about that that concert in in Houston?" I was like, "Concert? What?" He's like, "Yeah, eight people died." And I, and when my dad is aware of something like this going on, 
he is the furthest away. It, it's it's shining right in, in all in for for Travis's sake in all of the wrong places. So it, this is going to be. Um, I think this is going to be a lengthy legal battle yeah. on so many fronts and for, it's already for started, yeah. so many for so many groups of people. Yeah. So and I'm I'm in I'm in like lawsuits. So yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Absolutely crazy, man. Well, bro, do you have anything anything any final words you want to say just to the listeners or just about your experience or just you know any message you want to send? Um, you know, just be careful. Live live every day like it's your last. You never know. Very nice. Very nice. Go. Well, that has been another episode of the GOAT podcast. Uh, definitely a different, you know, a different vibe. But I'm, I, I'm, we're, I think I can speak for everybody and say we're, we really appreciate it, you know, for coming on and, and, and kind of reliving, kind of re going through all these, all these moments with your, your candor and, and everything about it. We really appreciate it. Um, this has been another episode. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to say? No, not really. I oh, mean, just once again, Ezra, thank you so much for just telling yeah. your story and being willing to come on and just uh, speak with us and with our audience. Uh, thank you so much, brother. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. So, all right. Well, this has been another episode. I've been your host, Josh Robinson. I'm the Walker Kirk. And this has been Nick Borden.